0: All right, get ready. Thank you for listening to the ESBC uh, Betting and Financial Podcast, where the purpose every podcast is a business meeting. Every business meeting has to have a purpose and an outcome. And the purpose is to make me money and also to make you money Uh, with insight you're not getting anywhere else betting on NFL games right and uh, we're ended up 77% NBA and we've gotten like the last 11 out of 14 baseball so what we're doing here is we're making ourselves money and we're making you money and we're collaborating uh, last night when we did the NFL podcast we got great information from the folks on Periscope so we really appreciate that and that's the That's the aspect of sports betting that's different than any other gambling, that uh, in sports betting, people you barely know, you randomly meet, uh, will give you insight into betting. Also, I've had great days at the sports books, and some people haven't had great days, and they bet a lot, and they come by you, and they don't even know you, and they go and they give you a bunch of drink tickets. And uh, I always thought that's been awesome about uh, being in a sports book. And then, you know, the way you present yourself. You know, you present yourself with a little bit of warmth and you're laughing and you're having a good time, right? Because our system of betting that we have here at the ESPC podcast is built on not only uh, making money on the games, right? We're at 64.5 again, uh, sports betting on NFL games. 52.5 is break even. Okay? So, we're banking money on the games, but we're having fun. I'm getting texts from all over the country. Uh, I just got a message on Facebook from a college classmate of mine who's living in Vermont. And in New Hampshire, they just legalized sports betting. And we connected over sports betting. So, it's not just making money on the games, gambling it's also the camaraderie and it's also sharing information and getting insight to make even more money An insight on culture as well so i had a, a few business things come up and i fell behind on the wrap-ups but we're catching up uh, this podcast is going to be about week four then i have to uh have, i have a meeting and then i'll do wrap up for week five so on the podcast, what we do is we execute the Hawthorne effect. I have an MBA, I have you know, business clients that I uh, give information to. So they make more money in business. And we always use the Hawthorne effect, right? Whatever you track and measure, you improve its performance by 10 to 20%. So if I'm a 55% better and I analyze the games, I can get up to that 70%. That's why we call the podcast 70% because that's where we want to get to. We want to get from our 64% uh, that we've been the last couple of years making money watching games. want to get up to 70% where I am, where NBA and college football. College football right now, we're at 67%. So we're making you money. All the picks are free. Uh, illegal for me to charge for picks <laughs> because I'm in the uh, financial services industry. So we're having a lot of fun. And what we do here is we give you information that if you gave action sports $400 a month, uh, you wouldn't get as good as information as you're getting from us. All right. So we always ask, and I haven't asked the last couple of weeks on the NFL podcast as breaking in a couple of new guys, but we're going to start forward, uh, to make sure we do the process. What game you got wrong last week that you should have gotten right. I went or the week before. I went uh, 19 and 11 week four. And one game that I got wrong that I should have gotten right was I had Las Vegas at home uh, plus three and over 54. So the overs have been pretty easy to hit this year. But I didn't factor in that. Salesmen think short-term, businessmen think long-term. And believe me, John Gruden is a great businessman. He makes $10 million a year, right? So he was looking ahead to the next week, right? Because division games count for two, especially old-school guys like Gruden and uh, Andy Reid. So the Raiders had two receivers that were banged up that if it was a division game, they would have played. But since it was not a division game, they didn't play. And that's the overall attitude. So for Gruden Buffalo coming in was not as important as Kansas City the next week, right? And also for the confidence of this team. Uh, that game means more, right? So the following week they tore up uh, Kansas City because as it – the reason we have people like from Houston Baptist, Coach Shealy, because you get insight, right? Uh, Coach Shealy, Houston Baptist football, was saying, hey, uh, because of COVID, we're only playing three games. We don't have to keep uh, plays in our back co- pocket for a conference game or our main conference fell. So that Raider team you saw against Buffalo was not the team you saw the next week against Kansas City. He had more plays, more strategy. Uh, he's been studying uh, Kansas City since March, right? because that game counts for two and it's even more valuable again because of the confidence for his team. So I should have saw that I should have had Buffalo all the way. So Hawthorne effect. Now I'm seeing, okay, who do they play next week? Right. I'm getting that back into my head. And is that, does that coach have that philosophy? Because Gruden has a philosophy, but another guy, Stefanoski at Cleveland might not Right. their analytics. Who knows what they're thinking? So, Goes back to rule number um, rule number three of betting: never bet blindly, and always do your research. And fundamental analysis is, is corporate governance. So you look at that. Uh, another game I got wrong that I should have gotten right was Houston, Minnesota. Houston uh, coach got fired. They were not ready to go. They were not ready to go at all. Uh, again, do your research, but it's tough, right? Uh, it's better to do research with East Coast teams. Sometimes West Coast teams, even though the West Coast has gotten soft, East Coast is better. They tell you what's really going on. Texas is very conservative. They might put in their back pocket that O'Brien was having screaming matches with JJ Watt and everybody else, uh, you know, breaking down, right? And he was on the verge of getting fired. But that team was playing strange. And Man, you, DeAndre Hopkins is not a guy you get rid of, right? Uh, I knew things were going south in Houston when they had that fake punt that messed up the playoff game. And then uh, coming back, they get rid of DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is not a guy you get rid of. The reason you don't, because regardless of what you're paying him, he goes to Houston and buys you know 30,000 sneakers for the kids, right? So he... Creates value for himself, being such a good guy in the community, right? Being such a good uh, citizen, and you got to give credit to right, Dabo Sweeney and Clemson. Uh, the guys they get out of there are really straight up good guys, uh, you know, uh, valuable guys. So and Dabo's going to have the number one pick as well again this year. Trevor Lawrence. Uh, So, yeah, you don't get rid of guys like that uh, under any circumstances. And then Houston being the 10th largest city in the world. I know the dad died, McNair. Still, you have the money to pay the man. Pay the man. He's a good guy. Don't get rid of him. You're going to go south. Another game I got wrong that I should have gotten right was Dallas. Minus four against Cleveland. Cleveland. Uh, You got to make adjustments, right? I had been... 26-0, betting against analytics teams because analytics does not work in football. Uh, You can use it as a tool to come up with the right decision, but you can't let it make the decision for you. I know David Tepper, big analytics guy now with uh, Carolina, he picked stocks, right, at 59%, and he had a hedge fund. So that meant, you know, he ended up with $3 billion, and wrote wrote a huge uh, hedge fund, right? But that doesn't necessarily translate to football. Uh, And he has Matt Rule. And they're doing actually a great job with uh, managing that team. And Stefanoski in Cleveland uh, with DiPodesto, the guy from Moneyball, you know they believe in hardcore math, hardcore analytics, right? To set up the structure of the organization, and to this point, they hadn't been covering, right? I had I have been making the money, so I have to make the adjustment now. Uh, I'm still making money with Detroit. Detroit's an analytic team, but again, Matt Patricia made a very interesting comment. Matt Patricia said. That, uh, you know, analytics makes the decision for, right? The crazy decisions for two and stuff. And and that's a wrong way to view analytics. Analytics should not make the decisions for you. They're a tool to make a decision. And from the reading I've done, the research, that's what Matt Roll is doing in uh, Carolina. And Stefanowski in Cleveland kind of mixed up his staff. He he has a guy like Bill Callahan. Offensive line coach who's been to several Super Bowls. Uh, you know, every time he's in assistant somewhere, that team goes to the Super Bowl. He's a great, probably one of the greatest offensive line coaches of all time. Uh, he was the head coach of the Raiders when they lost to John Gruden back in the day. Then he went to Nebraska on a big contract, back to the NFL, uh, and he's with Cleveland, and and I think he's the difference maker in Cleveland. Maybe he's neutralizing the analytics and Stefanoski. And uh, I was very skeptical of Stefanoski, uh, that That's the way you pronounce his name. I got to look it up. But uh, because he really did not run the offense in Minnesota. It's run by uh, Kubiak, who's a good friend of Zimmer's. He was really running off. So this guy obviously interviews well, he networks well. I didn't think he was going to be uh, that great of a head coach, but he is. And he has a lot of support. And I think getting an ex-head coach stabilizer like Bill Callahan is very important. And Bill Callahan is 100% anti-analytics. So that leads me to believe that the management structure with Cleveland is using analytics in the right way, where it is a factor making the decision, but not making the decision. And how do you ensure a result? Same way in betting. You eliminate variables and co right? So I have to make that adjustment. This is not last year's Cleveland. You know, with Freddie Kitchens from Alabama, he had no idea what analytics was and who knows what was going on there. Uh, He's a running back coach somewhere. I always thought he was a running backs coach type guy. Uh, This is not that Freddie Kitchens, uh, Cleveland. This is Bill Callahan taking charge of that offensive line and really getting them ready to play. And, you know, you control the line of scrimmage, you control the game, right? So you have Houston, Dallas, and Cleveland, two games that I got wrong that I should have gotten correct. Uh, another one was the Rams. Rams minus uh, 13 against the Giants. Again, uh, non-division game. Uh the Rams definitely kept a lot of things in their back pocket. They didn't really have to worry too much about the New York Giants offense. 13 was too many points, so I should have gotten that one right. All right, uh, Chicago at home on a Thursday night, uh, home teams are 80%. Right, We saw that Tuesday night a little bit. Uh, midweek games, the home team is 80%. In Chicago, plus four. Tampa Bay is not as good as people are hyping him up to be. Uh, But, you know, global warming is real, man. Uh, That heat factor is making those Florida teams a little bit better than what they should be, especially at home. Second half. Second half lines, I'm 100% so far this year. In the last five years, the statistic is 80%. I've been doing this for probably 10 years. But for the last years, I've been tracking it a lot more. And the second half line for Florida teams, I'm 80%. So with global warming now, I'm seeing, you know, 90, 95, which when I lived in Florida for 20 years, you never saw it. The weather be 90, 95 with, you know, 85% humidity in the in the middle of October, you would get that maybe the last week of September, first week of October. but, But by October and I remember this because it used to be the big argument in my house. Because on October the 15th, right, my dad used to turn off the air conditioning in Florida. And you argue with my mom. Well, we still need it for another week. Da, da, da. Uh, but now we're sitting on October 15th, man, and it's 95, 80% humidity, uh, Tampa Bay second half line. But Tampa Bay went to Chicago. Uh, you know, Chicago, the, the Bucks defense is overrated. I mean, even though they got, uh, you know, Vita Vance playing really well, first round draft pick out of Washington. Took them to the playoffs. Uh, Levante Davis playing really well. Uh, White from LSU is playing really well. But that secondary is really young. So Chicago's offense wasn't, you know, isn't that great? But neither is, even though Tampa Bay paid a lot of money for the offensive line, they haven't played to the level of money they're being paid. So look for that. Look for that. Uh, Detroit did not cover the four points or did cover the four points against Arizona, it's a grudge game. So there was an extra edge there with Matt Patricia. Uh, so that I should have gotten that one right. So I have four games that I left on the table, all right? So by executing the process, uh, week four, right? I got 19 picks right. It could have been 23. It could have been 23 out of 30 which is 77%, which would be optimal, right? That's the best you can do. Now, probability theory says that you you can only get up to 80% certainty on anything, really. So 77%, that is about as good as you can get betting. And the way you get that is what we do on the wrap-up, the Hawkler effect. Do your research. Uh, It's embarrassing for men, right? We're the hunter-gatherers. We're the leaders of the family. We're supposed to be right all the time. Father knows best. So it's very painful. It's a brutal process. It's a humiliating process. It's an embarrassing process to look at your biases and what's wrong with your thinking, right? But you got to do it. Even though it's brutal, you got to do it in order to make money, in, in order to... Optimize your decision making. All right. So that is week four NFL wrap up. Why every meeting has to have a purpose and an outcome. The purpose is to make money. And the outcome right now is 64%, with 52.5% is break even. Now we always close with Winston Churchill what Winston Churchill said you make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESBC Sports Betting and Financial Podcast. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it is free. It's a podcast that I use. <clears throat> and they really do a good job for us here at the GFSN Betting and Team Report Podcast. It helps us make 70 to 80% of your bets. Now, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started, my brothers. I'm the best there is!